0: Andy Hoare, welcome to Friday 15 with Master P2B. Welcome to another week of fun and breaking news, fun and breaking events. we we'll talk today about the cool stuff. Andy, I'm Brian Beck, uh, joined today by Andy Hoare again, as usual, every Friday 15 minutes. Fantastic uh, news of the week and topic of the week. So, Andy, welcome. Yeah, it's good to be here. Where are you uh, calling in from there, Brian? Am, I am calling in from sunny San Diego. Uh, with, unlike the rest of the country here in mid-January, it's actually warm. I'm here for a a conference, the Solar Show, all these solar manufacturers and distributors here in in San Diego talking about all kinds of different things, including, of course, e-commerce. And it goes to our topic today, Andy, because we're talking about trade shows. We're talking about industry events and which ones to go to. So I'm excited about this topic, Andy, because you and I, You know, we've been involved in this for a long time, industry events, going to them, speaking at them, hosting them. You started one. (laughs) so And now we've started one, too. Uh, So we're going to talk today about what in-person events are on your calendar in 2024. So, Andy, I mean, we get asked this question all the time. Where should I go? You know, I've got, you know, I'm a practitioner in B2B e-commerce or an executive, a CMO, a CDO, a VP of e-com, a director. What events should I go to? In the year and and we we wanted to get ahead of this at the beginning of 2024 so we can give you some thoughts about what's coming and what we think uh, is worth uh, you know you hitting depending on your goals Yep, so, andy you got some data let's talk about it yes yeah, so there's a great study that was done by visible which
1: is a uh, company that manufactures software to do both online and offline events they came about during the pandemic um, but they've sort of been, you know, navigating this over the last couple of years and it's become pretty clear that in-person is back. Yeah. You can see in the data here, uh, 52.1% of people in the survey said they're growing their in-person events. Uh, so, and we've seen this, you know, NRF just took place uh, a couple of days ago, yeah. you know, in 2022, there were 10,000 people at NRF right, right after the pandemic. Today, 2024, 40,000. So clearly people are coming back. And I think the reason why yes. is because we're living in a, not only do they want to return post pandemic, but the pandemic was over a couple of years ago. I think the new reason people are going to these in-person conferences is uncertainty
0: about the economy and uh, things I, like AI. Yeah, that's fascinating. And you, you see, I, you think about it from the reverse, right? That te- if, if, the, if the economy actually was uncertain, wouldn't there be you know less attendance because budgets are getting cut? But yeah, I was pretty shocked to see those numbers out of NRF. Um, Sucharita, your former colleague at at, at uh, Forrester, posted something I think just yesterday about that, and it was it was fascinating to see they're back to where they were and beyond. I think so. I, I you know I, I I agree with you, um, but I think it's also I think we're still dealing with some of the post pandemic. You know, heck, I was on I was on Zoom and because people are still on Zoom, people are still remote, people are still working hybrid. They want to be back in person, and I'm hearing this, Andy, from all kinds of different, um, you know, uh, conference people that organize conferences, as well as the practitioners. That, you know, I want to get out from behind my computer, out of my home office, and get out and network and learn peer to peer. I mean, Andy, we're seeing it in our own events. I mean, my goodness, we'll talk about them, but over subscribe. We have waiting lists on on most of our events already in the first half of the year. It's incredible, and uh, I think and so. I think we're seeing it across the board. Um, I think there's
1: some, yeah, there's some truth to that in that <clears throat> it's certainly the case that people felt caged up for yeah. the last couple of years and now right. the, the the doors open and they're flying out. But I've also just seen in the years that I've been associated with this, when there are movements, when there are maybe existential threats, you know, happened with Amazon maybe 10 right. years ago, you know, mm-hmm. people run scared a little bit and and this is not a bad thing. They just want to know what other people know so they don't get blindsided And a conference and events a good way to go.
0: Absolutely agree. Yeah, it's the peer-to-peer networking and sharing. So uh, here's another statistic: uh, B two B is learn. Why do they go to learn and network? Right to your point. This is an interesting statistic here from Bizabo. Want to speak to this, Andy?
1: Yeah, seventy-seven percent of attendees agree or strong agree. in other words, they agree that in-person B two B conferences are the best networking opportunities. And we've mm-hmm. seen this ourselves. I mean, it's really. You know, say what you will about Zoom, there's a lot you can do with it. We're on it right now, basically. right? Uh, But what you can't do as effectively is networking. And so that's not surprising to that number. But the other reason people go is to learn. Right. And, you know, this depends on what level of maturity you're at. But this is pretty clear that you're going to go learn at least one thing, maybe only one thing, but you're going to learn at least one thing new that could be consequential to your business.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, people, people connection connections. I mean, in my years, my almost 20 years, Andy, as a VP of e-commerce, I mean, the best way for me to, to learn and just to make decisions, one of the key things I would do is pick up the phone or go to a conference and call or talk to peers, peers that I had met at conferences that, you know, Hey, have you used this solution? Have you taken this approach? How is hiring going? These are the questions that, you know, that are best answered by peers. And then and then on the other side, right? We talk to uh we talk to solution providers all the time, marketers at solution providers. And what do they say about these events, Andy?
1: Yeah, so it's got to work for both sides of the equation because a lot of the funding for these comes from those folks. And you know, these people are a bit biased because these are event marketers who responded to this particular part of the survey, but they say in-person events are the most impactful marketing channel of all the channels that they've seen, 80 plus percent are saying this. And I think we've seen this too. We have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it requires a multitude of different approaches, but the nice thing about an in-person event is it's a good play. It's a good way to hit people at the top of the funnel if you're a vendor, and also the bottom of the funnel. You know, you can close deals. You can also get to know people and start a conversation. It's uniquely qualified to do that.
0: Well, and if you think about a lot of these, um, you know, the, what, what when you're a solution provider, also, you know, a lot of it is about solutioning for the customer. The best way to do that is to develop a rapport and and, and understand and really listen in a one to one type of way and events provide that opportunity. So I'm not I'm not surprised when we, that these marketers said that, you know, 80.4 percent said that it's the most impactful marketing channel for their organization. So, yeah, one I, thing I, I will say, though, about that, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you there, but is.
1: I think we live in the world, a microwave world now where you can just put it in there, heat it up, and it comes out warm and instant gratification society. You know, Amazon can deliver anything to you within a couple of hours. I do think that oftentimes the software companies put unrealistic expectations on an in person event. Right. right. And they treat it like it's an online campaign where you can send an email out, people click on it, they sign up, they buy it. Right. And we're done in the same day, right? right? This To stress this part, maybe at the bottom of the funnel, you can do stuff like that. You can finally close that deal. But a lot of this is really top of the funnel stuff. And in B2B, these are long sales cycles. That's so it right. may take 12 to 18 months. But we often say this, if you don't meet these people, if they don't see you you know, eye to eye, they're going to see this thing as risky. So there really isn't an alternative in that regard. And- it, uh, yeah. uh, it's really necessary that, you know, you start a conversation with somebody in person because there's a lot of risk associated with well, that. And,
0: and that's, at the end of the day, our B2B community, as we know this um, from our practitioners, is they are, folks are conservative. And the one element, which is, you know, it's not necessarily tangible, but it is, is trust, right? And, and trust is established by meeting and talking to people. And that's, I think, a lot of this um, driving this from, frankly, from both sides, you know, people buy from people they trust, right? So if you're looking for a solution, you want to meet and stare people in the eye. And this is really true about B2B, more so than B2C, um, you know, consumer oh, side.
1: For sure. And right. especially if it's a six-figure or seven-figure yeah. decision that's going to yeah. be material to their business yeah. in the long term. Yep. You know, B2B, you
0: get fired if you make a bad decision like that. That's right. That's right. So so anyway, we talking about why people are going, why people are, you know, companies are sponsoring, but what are the events? So here, here we have a list of a few, and for our podcast listeners, maybe we describe these. Uh, yeah, comments. so
1: these are what I would call kind of the significant six, which are uh, six, you know, event producers, let's say. In some cases, they have multiple events. So uh, B2B Online, just highlight them first. So B2B Online has a big event coming up on May 6th. We're going to be there. It's in Chicago. They also have an event in the fall. They're the Mm -hmm. only ones in the space that do two B2B e-commerce events a year, and the one in the fall is in November. So, again, we'll be at that one as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The organization that runs B2B Online, WBR, also has another event, which is more intimate, called B2B Connect, which is in San Diego. You have been to this before. I've heard great things about it. You know, it's a small group where you get kind of, Everybody gets to know each other very well over the course of a day. That's in June, on June 10th.
0: I like that format myself, the smaller event like that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: What else? Yeah, And then, uh, you know, just not in any particular order, Shop Talk is another one, which is a B2C e-commerce event. But it's going to be so large and the format has become so successful around, you know, connecting people with other people that we feel incumbent, be incumbent upon us to mention it. This is in Las Vegas in uh, March 17th through the 20th. And a lot of people compare what we do actually to what Shop Talk right. does, right? Uh, in terms of the interactivity, you know, there's great content there, uh, but also just a level of interaction that you get that's built into the DNA of of the event.
0: Yeah, and we I, I talk to folks, and we do, we do see people B two B companies going to Shop Talk uh, for that reason. That there is a lot of one to one. A lot of the solution providers are there, and that that actually that that piece of that one to one connection, I think they've executed well. Where you know, they're getting people, you know, in individual meetings based on certain criteria and qualification and in some ways similar to what we're doing with with our roundtables and other things. So, yeah. And so what? and we we, of course, you know, Andy, have gotten we started as a virtual organization five, you know, five three years ago during the pandemic. And we've got we've seen ourselves as demand for in person. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable from both sides, the, you know, the vendors of the solution providers and the practitioners. So we're doing our second year of our Mindshare Summit this year at University of Chicago and our regional roundtables. And my goodness, we're, you know, as I mentioned, we're so oversubscribed on these. The demand is incredible. Um, uh, In in the Mindshare Summit itself, I think we're almost half full. Yeah, it's a
1: unique format. I mean, both of them are, but the roundtables are quite unique in that nobody's gone out to where the practitioners are. They always make you come to them. Like all these other events are in specific cities pretty consistently in those cities, and you have to fly there, drive there. We decided, hey, why don't we go to them? So we're going to LA, which nobody goes to for B2B, but we're oversubscribed (laughs) for that one. Uh, Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, Minneapolis, Denver. You know, These are all cities that don't often have uh, folks show up and say, let's get together. So, again, we just started marketing some of these. Some of the early ones were totally oversubscribed. There are two other events, though, I wanted to highlight here. Um, So Envision, Mm -hmm. um, we understand they just announced that they're going to be moving their event from what looks like the Q2 timeframe to the fall. So it looks like that's in September in Chicago. And Mm -hmm. then our friends at uh, MDM are doing their distribution-focused event in Denver, September 11th through the 13th. We've been there before. It's very heavily focused on distribution, but it's a really good group of people, and it's called MDM Shift
0: yeah exactly and so and so you know as an e-commerce b2b e-commerce professional you have a variety of different uh you know options here um obviously we're going to encourage you to come to our events but we got some really good really good options uh depending on on what you're focused on some larger some smaller but then andy we also have all these industry events right industry specific trade shows uh granger's got a show affiliated distributors has their marketing e-commerce summit i'm going to that um It's uh, So, I mean, you've got these other things. So how should a practitioner think about, Andy, these shows relative to the e-commerce shows, do you think?
1: Yeah, so we're leaving this on screen. For those who are able to see this, there's a long list of stuff. You can also go to Brian's LinkedIn account because this came from Mike Hockett at MDM. Uh, And you can see there are 30 events between now and what? middle part of June just middle of
0: May yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and this doesn't even include vendor events so um Commerce Tools for example is doing an event in mid-April in Miami which we actually may be at and and vendor events are just like the old Imagine show for Magento those are great if you're using the platform they're really user conferences it's where you can go get tips and tricks to be more effective and network with people who are struggling or succeeding uh with the same platform so yeah, there are a lot of opportunities here, but in terms of how to think about it, yep. you know, I think our general approach is pick a couple of big ones that are out of the city you live in. Um, go to those. And then if you happen to have one in the city you're in, definitely go there. Yeah, um, sure. Again, that's why we did our regional roundtables. If you live in Chicago, <laughs> it's golden for you because there's there are regional events, there are national yep. events, there are international events. But if you're in other cities like Dallas, et cetera, um, there aren't that many events, uh, yeah, at
0: least ones that we haven't seen. So we're hoping to fill a void. Yeah, from my perspective, you need to get to one of the big e-commerce events. You know, you know, we like B2B online um, ourselves, but, you know, it, its I think it's important to get the pulse of the industry at, at a bigger e-commerce event. So if you have two or three to choose from, you know, look at one of the smaller, one of the general ones, um, and then... I think, I think, you know, look, industry events like, like the ones we have here on the screen, for those of you who can see it, um, you know, in ISA, I'm going to the Industrial Supply Association. If you're an industrial uh, equipment manufacturer, if you're an AD member or thinking about it, you know, joining that organization, I think those are really good events because they're very focused on your peers. And that's really where you make some of the best, you know, connections and learn, and learn things uh, specifically for your business. So then, um, you know, we asked I mean, By group. the way, they all talk about digital too.
1: Every right. one of these has some right. component to digital. They didn't grow up that way, but they've become that. And yeah. I just want to weep with one quick thought on this about how yeah. to think about it. Um, on LinkedIn, uh, Ben Rudnick posted mm. a pretty interesting quote. And I think this captures the essence of how people should think about it. He said, the smaller niche B2B events are awesome. The intimacy facilitates deeper connections and a high signal to noise ratio. Right. Yet see it shop talk. So <laughs> saying basically, you know, I'm going to go to these smaller ones because I get more out of them, but I should and will also go to one or two of the larger ones. And I think that's the proper
0: balance. Yeah. So we asked our, our community on LinkedIn, uh, Andy, you know, how many events are they going to go to in 2024? B2B e-commerce and trade shows. And we offered a few different options, just one event, two or three events, four or five or more than five. Events And uh, more than half of folks had two to three. So I think that kind of fits into that. To me, that's a that's a great number. You know, it gets you to one of the bigger shows and then also allows you to be focused, maybe go to one industry event, one round table or something like that, where it's very specific to your uh, to your needs. Um, and uh, you know, the good news about a lot of these too, Andy, is some of these conferences, um, like our roundtables um and you know, B2B Connect and others like that, they're actually free for practitioners to go to for the most part. Um, so you know, if you got around if you got one of our roundtables in your market, you ought to go to it. There's no cost to you and it's local. So, I mean, why not? Right. And you're gonna make some great local connections. So let's talk a little bit about what we have coming up. Um, so our summit we talked a little bit about it's on June 4th, it's the University of Chicago's Bleacher Center. We have limited sponsored seats available. We're almost half full on this event. So if you're interested, it's still four, five months away. If you're interested in this, make sure you go to our website, masterb2b.com, summit-chicago-2024. Just go to our website. You'll see it um, and uh, and and sign up because this is going to be a fantastic event. We're going to have about 130 people. This is not a conference. It's a summit. Think about it like a mini shop talk in some ways, right? These are intimate groupings of people we break up into small groups it's going to be a fantastic day it's a one day long event uh people coming in the night before uh may stay the night you know the whole next day we have an event that night and then they can people can head out the uh, next morning so it's, it's going to be a really good group the other thing we got coming is our uh we talked about our, our round tables quite a bit here if you go to our website and just click on the events button you'll see uh, at the top you'll see our upcoming events Uh, you know, Los Angeles, you mentioned round tables. These are 20 to 25 uh, executives from the market. Um, and we already have waiting lists on, I think four or five of these, Andy. So significant waiting list, like twice the number of people. Thirty people. (laughs) That's crazy. So, um, so yeah, folks, you know, suggest you check these out. Um, we, you know, email Andy or I, or, or, or send us a note on LinkedIn or whatever, but you know, if you want to join, we'll definitely get you on that waiting list. Um, But yeah, we got Minneapolis coming. We got Chicago uh, coming, et cetera. So encourage you to take a look at that. And, you know, these are some of the folks here, um, Andy, on the screen that have joined us in the past. You know, we have a robust community in our forum um, and encourage you to take a look at that as well on our website. Just go to the forum button. You can sign up, submit uh, your information for uh, application for this. This is just for practitioners, no, no solution providers, and it's a private community. So, Andy, we're almost at twenty. We did a we did a Friday twenty here, uh, but it was a lot to talk about. Thank you those who commented and joined us today. This will be up in our podcast. Uh, so, if you're Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes Store, or, or Google Play, go and find us, and you can download your um, you know, download a podcast of this and all of our other Friday fifteen episodes. Any Andy, any final words before we wrap up our Friday fifteen?
1: Yeah, when it comes to events, I think it's really important to make a plan and to think about what kind of format you think lends itself to what you're trying to accomplish. In some cases, you might want to be a spectator. In Mm -hmm. other cases, you might want to be a participant. I find being a participant is usually better because then you're more engaged, you remember more. Uh, But, you know, it's also possible just to go and mill about Um, and there are different events that fit different needs. I think we're more on the participatory side. You know, we like to get people engaged without putting pressure on them and uh, so far it's been working pretty well especially when we talk about regional
0: roundtables so i'd say make a plan choose your format get it done absolutely all right andy well we'll see everyone next week on our next friday 15 thanks for joining today